team money welcome to the august 11th father son and holy sport weekly podcast g-man and team money together here bringing you nfl football fun ladies and gentlemen hey it starts 16 games over the next three days Mm -hmm. man nfl football team money giants at the patriots tonight and in the nightcap titans at the ravens what do you think about that i'm just excited that football's on man this couldn't get any better i mean preseason's okay you get to see some of the potential rookies and maybe one or two injury guys coming back but just football on can't get any better right now hey man you know all you fans out there you're missing my background aren't you you guys love my background you don't know what i'm gonna do but hey i got some colts here for you tonight team money here in columbus ohio and here we are i'm g man that's team money bringing you football energy the august 11th edition of the nfl rundown special segment of the father son and holy sport network and brought to you by our friends at woundwise iq all right team money let me start here with you talking about the panthers they got this quarterback situation going on what do you think we hear baker's gonna start man you think that's a smart move a hundred percent Ooh, he is better than sam darnold in every statistical category <laughs> sam darnold i don't even think is in the top 40 of most quarterback statistics over the past three or four years and there's only 32 teams in the nfl so i think it's time that we move on from sam darnold baker's proven he's better he was better at the college level he's been better at the pros matt rules trying to save his job and they're making the right move here they should he should be the starter and they're going to be better for it i like when you're confident and when you agree with me i i have the same feeling i agree with you too they did a good deal here financially. It was a good deal for them financially. They're not even paying all of his salary. Most of the salary is paid by the Browns. So they got a good financial deal. But when you add up, you know, if you add up those four quarterbacks that they have, Corral and P.J. Walker and Darnold and Baker, they spend $25 million for those four quarterbacks. That ranks 10th in the NFL. They spent a lot of money on four quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, 10th in the NFL in total quarterback yeah, room. total cost, yeah. Or are you looking at others' Quarter- highest-paid quarterbacks? Because co- other quarterback rooms might be just as high. They're the 10th, um, though. Okay. I, 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 so they spent some cash here putting this room together, man. I mean, when you have a mediocre team, you got to get high-paid, mediocre quarterbacks. So, I mean, it's not not a big deal to me. 10th is fine. I, I don't care. Yeah, okay. But I think it was a good move bringing Baker. 100%. In, just like you do. And, uh, you know, Baker had a great year when he was with the Browns there and took him to the playoffs. And he thinks he can, you know, resurrect that. And maybe he will. He has shown that he can do it, unlike Darnold, who has not shown he can do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot of faith in the Panthers organization itself. Um, I hope Baker got a no franchise tag clause when he got traded there. Uh, I'd love to see him on the open market, but I mean, right now he's the best quarterback in that room and he's the best thing to keep Matt rule from getting fired. So, Hey, I'm glad you said that. Cause guess what? Odd shark, the first NFL coach to be fired. Guess who has the highest odds? I would assume Matt rule, Matt rule plus 300 second, Mike McCarthy. I totally disagree with that. He needs They're to never going to fire Mike McCarthy because he doesn't have the guts to do it. But third is Pete Carroll. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, well, Matt Rule, that new owner in there, not surprising that he's up there on that list. So let's go to another team that was, uh, you know, in a big quarterback controversy this offseason, but not for the reason you'd think, because it has come out that Tom Brady and the 
Dolphins were caught tampering. <laughs> All right. Brady officially had been trying to go to the Dolphins ownership group and then be a quarterback there. Fake retiring so that he could force their hand. The Dolphins have been planning this uh, and their owner, uh, Mike Ross, I believe it is. Uh, Stephen Ross. Stephen Ross. Um, had been planning this for over a year before he even got to Tampa Bay. So tampering with the Dolphins as well. They lose a first and a third, which is pretty big draft capital, especially because next year, big quarterback class coming in, they were going to have two first round picks. Brady caught in a lie. The Dolphins look like a bad organization and basically did jokingly tell Mike Flores to lose but because it wasn't a joking matter once again brian i don't you're stuck on mics in my head um brian flores to tamper like all this coming out's pretty big allegations like what are your thoughts regarding the dolphins brady and all this this is pretty pretty big stuff yeah uh you know seven times super bowl champ he could bring a ring to that miami dolphin team man that's why they're going after him don't tell me there's not other tampering going on come on man tell me don't tell me that they went to uh researches after brian flores said the allegation that they paid what it was a hundred thousand dollars per game that they would lose and they researched that and and checked it out and they did not get they were not guilty on that they were guilty on let's call it the lesser charge of tampering you know they kind of gave him a slap on the wrist yes that first round picks big but the fine was nothing so this was kind of like just we're kind of running through the motion here with this penalty Outside of that first round draft pick, that's pretty big. Uh, but uh, come on, they did. They decided to put a little bow on this thing. Glory's brought it up. There was probably something said like, "Yeah, we should probably lose a game rather than win one." But they never really got this down to, "Yeah, it actually happened." Yeah, I mean that's he. Sh- he said, she said stuff, you know, and they did admit that this had been said to Brian Flores. They said some things. They said not, that it was in a joke. And there was never any money and, like past hands. Yes, there or was never, never money that passed supposedly hand, jokingly been offered. Who right? knows? Maybe they. Exactly. Know. But they couldn't find it. And so yeah. I, I believe Brian Flores more than Stephen Ross now, because he already got caught trying to cheat with Tom Brady. You don't think he was trying to do that with Brian Flores. Come on. Pretty yeah. sad of Tom Brady to have done this, right? I mean, it, he clearly was trying to go around the rules. And Stephen, I, I just think if you're another owner and you're like, hey, Patrick Mahomes, force a trade to the San Francisco 49ers. And the worst that could happen if you get caught is a first-round draft pick. I mean, that's kind of – the NFL was all about, oh, my gosh, this is the most egregious thing that's ever happened. It's indefensible. You lose one first-round pick. Yeah, I just think it's a little light handed for me. I think um, players and owners are talking all the time. We just don't know it. I agree with you. They're off on some boat in the middle of the Atlantic. I mean, who knows? I mean, look, if they could have pulled this off first and third, who cares? Brady's your quarterback. But yeah, I just thought it was kind of a slap on the wrist more than an indefensible crime. Like, my gosh, they gave him a first round pick in the head two that year. Uh, Brady reportedly had plans to become a minority owner of the Dolphins after briefly retiring. He would have came there uh, with Peyton, the coach of the Saints. Yeah. Sean Peyton. Peyton and Brady come to Miami together in this package and take it to the Super Bowl, man. Yeah. That could have happened. They got caught tampering with Peyton while he was with the Saints, too. So it's all pretty bad. 
Hey, let's go on to the Browns. We got to get to the Browns. Not as fun probably as without Baker there anymore, but you know, we got the whole Deshaun Watson thing, but let's talk about somebody else. Let's okay. talk about Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, uh, should the Browns trade him? He wants to get traded supposedly. No, I don't think you trade him. Uh, the value's not there because running backs are, uh, you know, they're, running backs are pretty easy to find. I don't want to say that, that like Najee yeah. Harris is great. Right. But I mean, there's guys coming. I mean, look at like Elijah Mitchell from the 49ers. Now he's one of the best running backs in the league all of a sudden, but he was like the third string on their depth chart before everyone got hurt. Yeah. Right. Kareem Hunt led the league in rushing. This guy's dynamic and he's yeah. not even the own starter on his own team. So I'm saying there's a lot of running back talent out there. That's why he wants to start for somebody. Cause he has that potential. And I agree. He should be a starter. Kareem hunt started in Kansas city, led league in rushing. The guy's immensely talented, but if I'm the Browns, no, I have the best running back core in the NFL. And that's my strongest attribute. Yeah. My team is my run game. That's Kevin Stefanski's philosophy. They got that depth. Exactly. And so I would not trade him. Let him walk in free agency next year because you can find another guy to replace him. But this year, you know, what are you going to get for him? A fourth, maybe? The Browns have said they're not going to trade him. That's what they said. Yeah. Uh, Hunt's been more outspoken this year about getting a long-term deal. He wants a long-term deal or he wants to trade. Yeah. He's just not going to get a long-term deal and he won't get traded because it's not smart for the Browns to do that. Just doesn't make sense. Uh, Last season, he missed nine games due to injury. So that cost him some funds because he's paid on games played kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so I was thinking about where he could go if he was traded. I was thinking, you know, what a good spot would be for him. Atlanta. They need a number one running back. They do. They have cap space to pursue a trade for Hunt. Uh, so I think they could do it. Yeah, I Atlanta like that. That'd be a good spot. I like them. I like the Texans as well. That would be a good one. Uh, they they need someone to be a central focal point of that run game there. Yeah. Well, let's move on to a different team here. Yeah, let's do that. I want to chat about Matt Ryan. We can be more Ryan. interactive here in person. I want to chat about Matt Ryan, or Matt Ryan. Jeez, I can't pronounce anything today. He's getting called a jerk by his new Colts teammates because he's being too hard on him. He's, you know, riding them too hard. And I just think it sounds like he's expecting a lot out of them. What do you think? Is this big news for the Colts? Or is it good news? Is it bad news? Like, what's your first initial reaction regarding the Colts and Matt Ryan being a jerk to his teammates? Well, I, my initial reaction is the same as when I, when I think about it. It's not a big deal. You know why it's not a big deal? Because he's holding them accountable. The guy's a leader. This team did not perform. I was just looking up there. Nine and eight last year. Nine and eight. And, of course, they missed the playoffs after that Jacksonville debacle. Yeah. This team is not performing. They get a leader that comes in that is saying, hey, man, we're going to do these things the right way. We're going to hustle. We're going to work hard. The guy's pushing people, and they yeah. don't like it. Hey, man, this is Frank Reich, too. Frank Reich's too soft. Yes. He's too soft. They, ne they need Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's going to save that team. That's yeah. why I got the Colts on today. Matt Ryan is your only hope, Colts. Ride him. Because you got JT in the backfield. You need Matt Ryan to lead this team. And Frank, go sit on the bench and let him do it. Yep. Totally agree with everything you're saying. Well, thank you. Why is this a problem? Boo-hoo, your quarterback's yelling at you. This is great if yeah. you're a leader, like of a, a GM, an owner. You want to see your most important piece on your team, your quarterback, being a leader and holding people accountable. 
Yeah. Carson Wentz supposedly was rubbing people the wrong way in the locker room last year, not even being a leader or holding people accountable. They just didn't like him. He was rubbing his eyes from after all of his interceptions. Exactly. He couldn't see anything throwing probably. So I just think Matt Ryan's been an MVP. So no one can talk about him. He's taken a team to a Super Bowl, so he's got more experience than all these guys on this team. He's the perfect leader for the team, it sounds like, because if he's holding them accountable, something wasn't going right in, in the Colts organization, even though they have great talent. And we saw that right. last year when they had a debacle at Jacksonville at the end of the year. Matt Ryan would not have let that happen. They would have been in the playoffs. They're one of those teams that is on the cusp of being yeah. great, and they just – can't get over the hump for like three, four years in a row. They just can't get over it. And maybe this is the thing that's going to do it. Yeah. Boo-hoo. I don't care. We're not here to be friends. We're here to play football. Okay. I, I like that. I like that. Let's go on to, let's go south a little, little bit. Let's go down to the NFC South where Tampa's at. And in that second slot, probably second slot, second place in that division. Did not make the playoffs last year in that division. That's the New Orleans Saints. Finished nine and eight, same as the Colts uh, last year in terms of their record. Michael Thomas, he's back. And what do you think, man? Michael Thomas, what do you think about his impact on the team? And do you think Michael has a bounce back year himself? I think he does. I don't think he's going to come back the same. He can't miss two years of football and be the elite wide receiver you were. I mean, this guy was... I mean, he's breaking records. He set the single season receptions record a couple of years ago with Drew Brees. I mean, he was just elite, right? But missing two years, your body's just not used to playing football games at this point. He doesn't have live action reps. I'm sure he's in great shape. I'm sure he's still talented, but I don't expect him to have an elite bounce back year. Bounce back year. Wow, I can't talk today, guys. What Sorry. is with you, man? Um, I think he's going to have a solid year. I think he could be, you know, a top 10 wide receiver guy, really reliable. He's going to be James's number one target, but yeah, I bounce back. I don't know. I think he could have a thousand yards. Yes, but he's not going to lead the league in receptions or re reception yards this year. That's for sure. But he's a talent and I'm excited for a talent like that to finally get back on the field. We talked about Sean Payton, New Orleans coach, Sean Payton and Drew Brees and Michael Thomas, that combination Broke records, man. That, that, those yeah. three together were accomplishing a lot. And that has been, that fell apart last year. That fell apart last year and Jameis got hurt. And this thing just felt, you know, nothing uh, happened there down there. So now the team's kind of coming back together. They got a new coach. They got Jameis back. And now, so the pieces are coming together, I think, for Thomas to have a good year. So I agree with you. I think he's the probably the number well, let's say, I won't say number one, but one of the top question marks in this NFL yeah. this year, a guy that can go to greatness, he could be in the top wide receivers in the NFL, he could end up on IR and be nothing. Yep, He's I a agree. complete gamble. But yeah. yes, he could bounce back uh, because Jameis is there uh, and this team's kind of coming back. I like the team. Yeah. They've made some good moves. Uh, so they've got some pieces coming together. Yeah, uh, it so seems all right. New Orleans could cause some havoc there in that NFC South. Maybe they might have one of the worst coaches in the NFL. With I know you're not high on that coach. The hell Dallin, Dennis Allen is, but uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I, I agree with you. The the variety of what could be his season is is crazy. So uh, let's transition here to another receiver, though. Deontay Johnson with the Steelers signed a two year, thirty seven million dollar deal. 
What do you think about that deal? Good deal for the Steelers to sign him long-term or lock him up for the next few years? What do you think? Yeah, I think it's a good deal. I think it's a good deal. Looking at their depth chart, they got Claypool. They lost Juju. Pickens comes in. Pickens is going to be good. You and I talked about him during draft day. We both like George Pickens and Claypool's there. But Deontay was their top receiver. He could be it again. So, what, 1,161 yards, 107 receptions. He... Can he do that again? I mean, hey, let's face it. Ben was not at yeah. the top of his game last year, and he did that. I, so can he I do agree. it with someone new? Yeah, he could do that with someone new. Uh, so I think it was a good move. They lock him down for a few years while their quarterback develops. Who else are they going to use? I mean, uh, Claypool and Pickens, if they get rid of Deontay, who else are they going to get? Yeah. No. Uh, so I think it was a good move. What do you think? I do think it was a great signing for the Steelers. I mean, this guy's proven he can handle the volume of a number one wide receiver. Well, that's what I said. Right? Like, and as the number one option at that point as well. So I think he is maybe better than what we're giving him credit for in this contract. I mean, what's he averaging? Like 18 and a half a year, I think yeah. it is. And right. so that's a steal for a number one wide receiver. I don't know, in this I don't know about that. I don't know about that. He's right. That slots him 17th. Yeah. Among the NFL receivers. I don't know if he's a top 20 guy. I just said it's a steal. I said this they is paid a him as if he was a top 20 guy. I, I think, think he, he is. I think he is. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't need to be stopped 25. Okay. Interesting. Well, I, don't I think, think he's not a breakaway threat down the field. That guy's short game. <sighs> Neither is Mike Evans. Mike Evans has some size and he can get down the sideline and, and get a ball over the top. Deontay Johnson just did that with half of Ben Roethlisberger. So <laughs> I'm just saying like he proved he could be a number one option on a team with a bad O line and a mediocre quarterback. Yeah. And imagine if he was playing with someone that was a good quarterback is my point. All right. Here's my question for you. Who is the top receiver at the end of the year in Pittsburgh? Deontay is it Deontay Chase Claypool or George Pickens? Deontay Johnson? Clearly not even not close. Even close I just wondering what you thought there. Not even close. I don't know. Okay. So that'll be interesting. All right. Uh, relatively small receiver, 5'10", 183 out of Toledo. Now I just saw today he has a hip flexor injury. Did you see that? They just announced that today. Hip injury for Deontay Johnson, drafted in the third round, has had three great seasons. Yeah. And now he got some money. Okay. Hey, final surprise questions for you. You know, we got the, the games tonight. Giants are at the Patriots. And then we got the Titans at the Ravens. So those four teams, Giants at Patriots, Titans at Ravens. Which one do you think is the biggest threat this year? Who's going to take, who's going to go the furthest out the of Ravens. those four teams? The Ravens. Definitely the Ravens. Huh? Definitely. The Patriots won't make the playoffs. The Giants will be a laughing stock. The Titans, I think, might not make the playoffs with that division so bad. If the Colts take a leap, they're not going to make the playoffs. Um, yeah, so the Ravens will probably win the division over the Bengals. I love the Bengals, but I think the Ravens are better. What? And I think... Man, you folded all my boys here. On Cincinnati, I know. I love them too. It's my team. But I think the Ravens have a top five quarterback in the league with Lamar Jackson. So, I, and that defense and the O-line and that run game, I think they could easily, easily be in the AFC Championship this year. Um it's they're a talented team. So yeah, three of those in the AFC. Yeah. Ravens could, they could come out of that group. You're right. Ravens over Titans, Patriots, Giants in the NFC. They're not, they're not going to probably Patriots go Although I wish they would. Patriots will make the playoffs. No, I'll bet, I'll bet you, I'll bet you a 
a beer right now. Well, you're right. Miami could be tough, couldn't they? Could three teams come out of the AFC East? No, because three are going to come out of the AFC West. Hey, let's move on. Hey, we hope you love the NFL rundown. My man, Team Money here, special segment here. Uh, the Father, Son, and Holy Sport Network, Team Money and me. If you're interested in being a guest, come on, join us here on the set. How do you like our set, our new background, our border? We're looking good, man. We're coming after you. Check out Father, Son, and Holy Sport. Dot com. You can find all of our shows, some merchandise. Check us out. Our new website on behalf of Team Money, I'm G-Man. We'll see you next week for the next NFL Rundown. Peace. And hey, G-Man and Team Money here, bringing to you live here from Columbus, Ohio. We got Team Money in town here for the Chug and Chant, a special segment of the Father, Son, and Holy Sport Network. Hey, y'all do us a favor. Press that like and subscribe for us. We appreciate your support. And it's time to go to Randy. I don't know, he's somewhere in some house in the middle of nowhere. Let's go to Randy for the Randy Chug and Chant. Hey, welcome into this week's Chug and Chant. It's cousin Randy coming to you live from the Midwest, baby. And I'm back, but I'm in a nice little vacation outfit because someone else is going to be vacationing soon too. You ready for my chug? Because then it's the chant. All right. Now my bathing suit, because this is going to be Aaron Rodgers' bathing suit pretty soon. This guy over here talking about how he wants to win another Super Bowl to give himself a little credit. He hasn't accomplished enough. Well, that's because you're out here doing ayahuasca and you're complaining about not making enough money and that you want to retire and you want to be an actor and you're dating other actresses. No, you're not focused. Tom Brady eats avocado ice cream and doesn't drink beer. All right, this guy's focused and you don't care about anyone else but yourself. And now your play on the field has suffered because of it. Yes, you might be great in the regular season, but when it comes time, you choke in the playoffs. It's been over a decade now since you won a Super Bowl. You don't get to hang on those coattails anymore. No, 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 sir. Last year, you couldn't beat the Niners and Jimmy G had one of the worst games he's played all year. It was sad to watch you lose that game. Two MVP back-to-back years, two years in a row, not even getting to the Super Bowl or the game before. All right? I don't want to hear any more Aaron Rodgers. I want to accomplish this or that. No, you don't. You want to get your money and you want to run, and that's it. Join me, baby, on vacation because you ain't winning a thing ever again. G-Man, Team Money, what do you think? Aaron Rodgers really want another Super Bowl, or is he not dedicated? And hey, Randy, funny, hey, funny, Randy. I'm a Randy with the swimsuit on. Yeah, he's uh, really, Randy. you know, tight you know, around the waistline yeah, with yeah. the swim with the bathing suit. Yeah, and I agree, he's not focused. Aaron Rodgers, T Money, I agree with Randy. Aaron Rodgers is not focused. Jimmy G beat him last year at Green Bay. You yeah. always have my man Jimmy G. You don't think Jimmy G can play, but Jimmy G went in and took out Aaron Rodgers last year in the playoffs. Yeah, that's what's so crazy about this is Jimmy G beat Aaron Rodgers. And what's wild is I think Aaron Rodgers might and could have an MVP level season and not receive one MVP vote because he's gotten it the last two years and severely underperformed in the postseason. And so I think everyone's sick of talking and hear and talking about Aaron Rodgers, hearing from Aaron Rodgers about Aaron Rodgers. We don't care anymore. Yeah. We only care about the playoffs. Show up when it matters. I don't care about your MVPs. I don't care about your interception and touchdown ratio. I don't care about ayahuasca. I don't care. All right. 
Show me wins in the playoffs. That's all I care about. Yeah. Well, they, they go, what they go? Eight and all at home. Eight and all at home the whole season. And then they blow it in the playoffs somehow. Mm-hmm. At Green Bay. Green Bay in the cold. Everybody's afraid of that. They freaking lost. Yeah. That's unbelievable. They seem like they want to run the ball. Maybe short passing game. They just are not replacing Devontae. I don't really see that threat there on that receiving core. Anybody down the field, what are they going to do about their passing game? Is Where's he going to throw the ball? You can't tell me Alan Lazar is going to be, you know, a top 20 receiver. Yeah. And and people are forgetting that, yes, Devontae Adams is gone. So is Mark as Valdez Scantling. He is now on the Chiefs. So they lost two of their top three targets. So, I'm not high on the Packers in general, and I'm just sick of talking about Aaron Rodgers, talking about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, Rodgers wants to go down in history and be the loved, the most loved quarterback in Green Bay. He wants the Green Bay fans to love him. It's never going to happen. Go win the title, Aaron. Yeah. Where's your fight, man? You don't have any fight anymore. No. You have no freaking fire. Where's your fire, Aaron Rodgers? I agree with Randy, man. You don't have the fire anymore, man. I got more fire than you, Aaron, and I can throw the ball 30 yards, okay? You might be able to throw it 60, but you don't have as much fire as me. This is Gary's chug and chant now. <laughs> Listen to this. G-Man's chug and chant. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, odds to win the NFL MVP, though. Vegas still likes him. He's still fourth. No. Fourth out of the quarterbacks. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers sitting there at fourth to get the MVP. I can't believe that, man. Hey, we hope you love the Chug and Chant this week. Special segment brought to you by the Father, Son, and Holy Sport Network. Team Money and I live here. If you love the show, press that like and subscribe, man. And you can find all our shows and segments where you watch your podcasts or check us out, FatherSonAndHolySport.com, and get some merchandise, man. Wear some stuff. All right. Hey, we'll see you all next week for the next Chug and Chant. All right. Peace.